I'm thrilled to share with you that my new book, Intentional Intoxication, How to Deliberately Distill the Different Life You Desire, is finally available on Amazon. So here's the thing. I wrote this book for anyone who finds themselves in an unexpected, unwanted, or uninspired new normal. Maybe you've emptied your nest, retired, launched into the second half of life, or really just feel like you're surviving a sobering life hangover. In this book, you are going to get a quick shot of everything you need to feel lit up, alive, inspired, and fulfilled. And the best part, it's a short book, so you can literally finish it in one happy hour. Enjoy. Cheers to you, my brilliant friend, and welcome to the Intelligent Intoxication Podcast, where I'll get you smashed on success without the buzzkill of burnout. Welcome back, everyone. Today is part 17 in my Intentional Intoxication Book mini course. And just as a reminder, I wanted to record these episodes to help you begin to apply anything that may have resonated with you after or while reading my new book, okay? And it may not have resonated with you at all. And if it didn't, fuck it, right? But if it did and you're trying to apply it, that's what these episodes are for. So yesterday I started digging into chapter two, which is all about acceptance. And acceptance really reminds me of forgiveness, okay? Because forgiveness we get that wrong. I know I used to. Forgiveness isn't saying it's okay that you treated me like shit, or it's okay that you act this way, or it's okay that, you know, you said these horrible things about me. It's not saying that, but it's looking at it as facts and basically going, yeah, that happened. Okay that happened. That's what forgiveness is, is that we aren't arguing and saying, you know, um, it shouldn't have happened. Well, here, let me be clear about that. Of course, there are certain things that were like, that never should have happened. However, if we stay in that mindset, right, instead of just saying, okay, that happened. So let me put my focus on how did that make me feel? What was I thinking? What did I do because I felt that way, right? And do I want to continue to invest my limited time, energy, and focus into arguing with the fact that that did actually transpire, okay? I'm going to give you an example. So years ago, Oh, I was struggling and I struggled for a good eight years over this. A, an extended family member was in a new relationship and it was tough. It was tough. Like I did not enjoy being around this person. I didn't understand why my family member would choose this person. And consequently, at that time in my life, I didn't realize that I could just accept the fact that this person was the way that they were, that my family member chose to be with them, and, and this is the biggest part, and that I could choose 
not to be. So consequently, for eight years, I went to counselors, I got coaching, I did a shit ton of journaling, and basically every time before I was going to be around this person, I would like really try to get my head straight. I would try to manage what I was thinking about it. I was trying to like look for the positive, all the things, right? I invested so much energy into trying to survive being around this person. And then it got to, everything came to a head, got to a point where, you know, I decided, and I liked my reasons, enough, enough. I really love my family member. I want them to have the agency to choose what's right for their life. And I'm going to choose what's right for mine. I'm no longer going to believe that life would be better if my family member decided that she wasn't going to be with this person any longer. Nope, that wasn't going to serve anything. I was no longer going to argue with the fact that she chose him. I was no longer going to lie to myself and criticize myself for what my gut was telling me, which was this was not a situation that I wanted to be in or I wanted to have my husband or my children in. And even though this was in a re- it was an incredibly painful experience. The entire thing was awful. I remember a moment where all of a sudden I had like this lightning bolt of acceptance. And this is what I realized. I can't change the last eight years. I can't change this other person and I don't even want to. I don't wish them ill, ill. I, I, it's none of that. I'm just not compatible and I don't want to invest my time and energy into spending time with someone that I have to manage my, my brain around the entire time. I'm not, I'm not doing it. And then this like almost forgiveness, like I stopped arguing with what I felt, forgiveness for myself and just was honest and said, no, No, I'm no longer willing to allow this or to tolerate this. And that's okay. And in that moment, guys, here is what acceptance will give you. You will no longer try to change other people or try to pretend or positive think your way over the top of what your body is telling you is right for you. Okay, so I want you to really think about your life right now. Where are you arguing with the facts? Okay, it might be very likely in a relationship, right? Where you're telling yourself that this other person should be more blank or this person should be less blank or they should want to blank or they shouldn't need to blank or if only they would change this then I could feel this okay I want you to really get curious about that and what if instead you just in this moment decided okay this per other person is blank and I don't mean a critical term okay this other person These are things that I've noticed, right? Just things like it could be actions you've noticed. It could be words that they've said, right? You can't speak to what they're thinking or feeling because you're not in their head and body. 
given how they act and how they speak, what do I want to do about it? I can't change it. I can ask or request for what I would like to have happen. And then I get to decide if the other person is not willing or capable of giving it to me, what I'm going to do. In that situation that I was in, ultimately, it cost me the relationship with my family member. It would never be the same afterwards. And what was really sad about that is I never offered it as an ultimatum. It wasn't to choose me or choose them, never anything like that. It was just stating what I was comfortable doing for myself, for my husband, and for my children. And that rocked the boat to the point that it damaged the relationship forever. But here's what I'm going to tell you. I was willing, even though it was painful, and even though I grieved it for a long time and I needed counseling for it, I was willing to let that happen because I could no longer sacrifice my own calm and my own mental health in order to avoid a conflict or confrontation. I just couldn't do it. And so I was willing to sacrifice a relationship rather than to sacrifice myself. I didn't want to be in a relationship where I couldn't be honest and where we couldn't have a conversation without the other person name calling and, you know, writing horrible things. No, I won't tolerate that. So I am not saying to you that all of a sudden life will be perfect and rosy if you start to accept these things and you start to speak up. But at the end of the day, you will find peace if you're willing to move through it. I remember once reading in, you know, in my feeble attempt to actually attend a Bible study decades ago, we were reading a Beth Moore book and there was one line in there that I really enjoyed and you can take it, you can take it or leave it. She was talking about something she'd experienced in her life in a relationship where she kept trying and trying and trying and she just couldn't fix this relationship with this other person. And finally, her takeaway was that some relationships are meant to stay broken. And that was an aha for me. Because better a relationship with someone else break than the one that you have with yourself. Okay. Really get curious about some of those things I shared with you today, my friend. And I'm going to leave you with a question. When do you notice resisting? Just accepting what is. You don't have to like it. You don't have to want it. You just are saying, this is the way it is. This is the way that they are. And given that, how do I feel about it? What am I thinking about it? And what do I want to do about it going forward? That's how you take all of your power back. And it's not a power over the other person. We're not talking about ultimatums. We're not talking about hard lines in the sand. We're talking about telling ourselves the truth and then truthfully and clearly and kindly asking for what we want from others. And then if they are not willing or capable to provide that in the relationship, we figure out a way to provide it for ourselves. 
And it doesn't have to be angry and mean and nasty. It can just be okay. All right, everybody, as always, deeply grateful that you're here. Have an intoxicating rest of your day, and I will be back tomorrow with more. Hey, my friend, if you're thirsty for more than this daily shot and ready to intoxicate the hell out of your personal or professional life, I'd love to invite you to coach one-on-one with me. It all starts with a complimentary happy hour call. Head on over to terrybradway.com. That's Terry with two R's and an I. Bradway, spelled just the way that it sounds. Once you get there, my friend, click on the Work with Terry button and we'll take it from there. Thanks for listening and have an amazing day.